The top stories from across the New York Tri-State. From the WCBS 880 Newsroom, this is the All Local. Let's get right to the Weather Center. First flakes are falling in parts of the area. And here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. It definitely shows up on radar. And uh, overhead, it is... uh, for most places in New Jersey, it's not reaching the ground just yet because it's too dry, but you'll see it start very, very shortly if it hasn't already. Somewhere along and north of 80 looks like the best chance for seeing a little bit of uh, light snow starting to break out in the form of flurries. This snow will start to cover more and more of New Jersey and the Hudson Valley and then eventually more and more of the entire region. Even the city and the coast will start off as snow mid to late morning, and uh, but, but only a coating to maybe an inch on the colder surfaces before a changeover to rain as we go into the afternoon and evening. That's for the city and the coast. North and west of 287, though, and north of the Merritt, that's where you start picking up one to three inches of snow. And once you start getting to the higher terrain, 1,000 feet on up, uh, you know, we're talking about north of 80 and on back towards the Poconos, Catskills, north of 84. You could easily see a three to five, locally up to six inch snowfall before any kind of mix or a change. And we'll have the full forecast coming up. And Craig, a new day and the New York commute rolls in this morning. Here's the MTA in this circa 1970 production, looking at the debut of what today we call Eastside Access or Grand Central Madison. Opening to traffic in 1976, this will be the largest tunnel of its kind ever built. The wheels of the Transit Authority subway system will roll on the top deck. On the bottom deck, the trains of the Long Island Railroad. Going to and from a new Long Island Railroad terminal on the east side of Manhattan. This new tunnel is just one of the many things that the entire metropolitan region can look forward to. And that day is here. WCBS Long Island Bureau Chief Sophia Hall at Jamaica this morning. Sophia, big day for the Long Island commute. Yeah, and after hearing that, you could definitely say people have been waiting for this day to arrive, the day the LIRR trains could go to Grand Central Madison. This commuter I spoke with tells me she now has more time to spend with her baby girl. I just love it. I'm, I'm, I've been waiting for this since December because it was supposed to come in December, but, you know, I'm glad it is here now, and I'm actually taking it back home. Governor Hochul is set to be on that first train at 1045 this morning. And for the next three weeks, service will only be limited shuttle service here in Jamaica to Grand Central Madison. Then trains will run every 30 minutes during off-peak periods and only once every 60 minutes during peak periods. It does sound backwards, but the LIRR has more crews to run extra service outside of the rush hours. And the MTA says service will increase because of Grand Central Madison by 41%. At the Jamaica LIRR station, Sophia Hall, WCBS 880 News. Finally opening up this morning after all these years of promises, a route from Long Island to Grand Central Terminal. Maybe in 40 years we'll have better broadband connections. We'll work on that too and get back to you. Congressman George Santos, it turns out, was telling the truth when he tweeted that reporters covering his story could expect a surprise. Santos gave out coffee and donuts to the journalist camped outside his office, and then he opened up with new campaign finance reports, in which he admits much of the money that funded his campaign was not his. But the new paperwork does not detail where more than half a million dollars came from. The head of the watchdog group documented is not impressed. Brendan Fisher says he does not know what Santos is up to, but if he didn't provide the money to his campaign, as he had claimed, he needs to explain where exactly it came from. So far, no comment on that from Santos.
Craig Allen. We see flurries uh, that are falling over New Jersey, not necessarily reaching the ground in New Jersey, although I would think, judging from what I'm seeing on radar, that it just might starting, it just might have started to reach the ground north of 80 in uh, portions of Bergen and Passaic and Sussex County, maybe Warren County too, and it's moving in a northeast direction across the border into Orange and Rockland County in New York State. So, that is the beginning of the first flurries. The snow will get a little bit steadier, and all places will start as either snow or sleet. It's cold enough for that, but the temperature will be on the rise as soon as the wind turns easterly, and that means a change to rain, a fairly quick change to rain along the coast and then in the city in that order, and probably no more than a coating to an inch on the colder surfaces, if that. Uh, 40 to 45 by the end of the day, but it's a different story as you head on back towards 287 and up towards the Merritt and go north of that, one to three inches of snow and sleet on the ground before or any kind of a mix or change, and then you start uh, headed back into the uh, or towards the 84 corridor, and it's a totally different story of three to five locally up to six inches of snow before any kind of mix with rain. For tonight, windy with rain and thunderstorms too, so you've got all seasons in here. It may cause flooding, some of that heavy rain and the melting snow inland too. And for tomorrow, the storm's gone, clouds, some breaks of sun, it's windy and a high about 45. It should be quiet after that for a couple of days. Right now for the We have 36 degrees, humidity 56%. Stay informed. Stay connected. Subscribe to the WCBS 880 All Local at WCBS880.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.